Greetings, Flesh Wound Horror Freaks, and welcome to Flesh Wound Horror Live. I am Flesh Wound Dan, joined by producer Tad. Good evening, or for you on the East Coast, good morning. That is true. That is well, eh, 2 a.m. It's still night. It's still well, evening for me, still, anyways. Technically, it's morning, Dan. That was the... I know. Nobody gets up at 2 a.m., Todd. Oh, that's yeah, not even yeah. true, but... Yeah. Good morning. Someone is. Someone is. Good morning. Good night. Whatever the case may be. It's all good. Uh, so, yes. God, we're getting so close to Halloween. Like, it just feels like this month is just gone over yeah (laughs) (laughs) i mean it it just about is uh but uh yeah we keep hammering out the reviews for you guys be sure if you didn't catch it we just recorded our hell house review earlier and uh once again check the channel in october because there's a lot of stuff you might have missed so (laughs) um but uh yeah this movie has well our i shouldn't say our main movie because that may not be the case but our our big budget movie tonight has been in the works for a very long time. And uh, I know a lot of people are excited to finally experience it. It just dropped on Peacock uh, today. And uh, yeah, I guess we'll get right into it. So Five Nights at Freddy's. From Did you, did you say uh, also in theaters, Dan? Also in theaters, yes. yes. Also I did see it in Dolby Cinema today, so. Yes, um, I saw it on Peacock. I wanted to get out, but I was just like, man, I'm swamped. So I did the streaming thing for this one. Uh, but we'll get into that in a minute. Uh, so Five Nights at Freddy's from director Emma Tammy follows a troubled security guard who begins working at Freddy Fazbear's Pizza. During his first night on the jab, he realizes the night shift won't be so easy to get through. Pretty soon, he will unveil what actually happened at Freddy's. All right. So this one kind of has a long development history. I know they were trying to get this movie made for a very, very long time. And you could argue maybe they waited too long because I know... I know you you, you were saying that the game still is popular and they're still making new versions. They are, but I feel like the manias dried up a little bit because, like, there was a time when, like, it felt like this was everywhere. Like, four or five years ago, uh, it just, it it seemed like this could have been a massive, massive hit. I think it'll still do well, but yeah, it's kind of like the Slender Man thing. You know what I mean? And that's where I was trying to head, head off on that. I don't think it's the same because I think there's still the fact that the property is still active. It's still out there. It's not like Slender Man, which is a story that had kind of disappeared by that. It wasn't what it was. I, I don't know. I feel it's a little different mm. because just the way I, the the one's still active and the other one was a story from years ago. I don't know. It just feels different. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, we'll see. I'm kind of curious, especially with it streaming day and date how the box office situation will pan out but uh, i should say going in well i was gonna say 345 dolby screening was packed okay yeah i i I don't know because i'm totally unfamiliar with this i know my uh nephew and my nieces were 
super into this uh, once upon a time. And I, I kind of figured this was more of a kitty property to be. Well, honest. I saw like young kids in there, tons of them. I was like, well, makes sense. It's a gay movie. If I if I was that age too, I would really yeah, I want to go see the movie too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Normally, uh, little kids annoy me, but I was like, I get it on this one. It's a video, you know what I mean? Yeah, and I, I'm curious as as we get into the movie. So, like I said, I'm totally unfamiliar. So, any I'm just judging this as a regular movie that I was going in blind on. I don't know anything about the lore. I, I can't say how fans will react to this because I'm coming at it from a, a non-fan perspective. Um, and I, I don't know. It's like we had the Banana Splits movie. We had Willy's Wonderland. Uh, I can't say I was like too keen on a Bloomhouse take on it. Uh, I will say this. It's not exactly what I was expecting. Um, in fact, it's not really a kitty movie uh it's a little bit um it's a dead kitty movie <laughs> yeah <laughs> it felt a little bit more somber and uh kind of slower than i thought like this one really was uh, a little bit more moody you to shock everyone dan did not hate it I'm not I I don't know. I just I, I feel like you're just leaning that way. When you're not done, I'm not putting uh, words in your mouth. I mean, I'll put it this way. I really thought this was going to be just stupid. You were expecting uh, I, your normal bloom, Blum. Normal bloom, which is very very stupid. Um, I I appreciated the Jim Henson's workshop on the creatures. I thought, or whatever we want to call them, the robots. Uh, I thought. That all looked pretty cool. Now you do feel the uh, the rating on this, even though it's not uh, as geared towards kids as I thought it was going to be. There is like cutaways for everything. In fact, the only real gore moment, which isn't really a gore moment, is somebody being torn in half in shadow. Uh, so that's about as far as you get to actually seeing any of the the. The good stuff. So I think a lot of hardcore slasher fans are not going to be happy. I think this is one, if, if Kruger were able to make it tonight, I sense he probably wouldn't have liked this one too much. I think he yeah. likes the property, though, already. You know, we'll hear from him eventually on it. Yeah. Tonight. Yeah, we'll have to have him weigh in. Uh, but it's more atmospheric than I thought. Um, it's probably a good gateway horror movie for for kids. You know, like it's... It's not completely neutered to the point where it, it, it's just nothing. Well, now, it's yeah. not on the level of like the 80s and 90s stuff that we watched, you know, a never ending story. Not that that's a horror movie, but, you know, a lot of shit that wouldn't be in that movie now in, in a modern movie. Now, uh, they weren't afraid to scare and disturb us a little bit. Dragon Slayer, you know, that's a good example. That's uh, the dragon stuff. And that was legitimately frightening. Uh, so. This, yeah, well, I don't know. It's the one thing though is it keeps on in the tone fits the game. Mm. So it's like you, so if you're if you're if you're able to play that, I feel like this scare level's right there. So yeah, yeah. I mean, do you see like 
people being torn apart in the games or is it here's, here's the thing i have limited experience with the games mm. i actually picked it up cheap because there was a playstation 5 or 4 collection and just to try i could not figure shit out on the first game and i just <laughs> poked around on the second one mm. uh, yeah and i and i tried to figure i don't think there's really anything to do i think that was just like one of those there's like okay slash you're gonna have to is, is there anything to do in the first one i couldn't figure shit out <laughs> but we'll talk about that later i know um, my niece has collected a lot of the books too and, and that's the thing it, that's what i'm saying it's still like popular that's what i'm saying there was little kids there i mean like eight nine so i mean that tells you the property still you know with yeah. the market it's aiming for and i know they're still making brand new games too um, and cause I, I really do love the concept. I mean, what, like what eighties kid or, you know, didn't want to like, didn't think about the, the, the Chuck E. Cheese or the showbiz pizza animatronics coming to life. And, you know, I mean, that's just what, again, our entertainment was different back then. So that made perfect <laughs> sense to us. So it's like. Even I want we, the fucking Chuck E. Cheese version. I know we've had a lot of animatronics you know now, but I, was, I want Chucky killing crackhead Chucky, the modern Chucky at the beginning of the movie. You Power know, bombing him into the ball pit, except it's all like razor blades. Yeah, well, I mean, back in my day, it was a cigar smoking rat. But, I mean, versus the one now. But um, I agree. Like, I was thinking that during, I was like, if someone could just get them to do the license, I don't think that you could get Chuck E. Cheese, but maybe you could get Chauvin's Pizza, which was also, they were both the same time. And Chuck yeah. E. Cheese does own. So I'm sure it's it's weird, though, because not everyone has the same. Every, I feel like everyone knows Chuck E. Cheese and Chauvin's Pizza mm. is a little less, but they were both giant in the 80s. Um, So yeah. this, yeah, this concept, I, yeah, like rewatching the first two movies, I was even more excited for this one. Um, just the concept alone. I mean, not even the games. Uh, so. The the first two games. Which what are you talking about? Movies. I'm talking about the the film. I'm. Th- it's. Oh, sorry. I rewatched the Banana Splits and Willy's Wonderland. Oh, the, okay. There you the go. other just two. In, cl- the in, yeah. Clarifying. I thought there was some animated thing. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, this movie, it it does go a little deeper. I mean, you definitely feel for uh, Josh Hutcherson's character, Mike. Um, I'd be kind of curious how deeper that, that lore goes in the books and everything. I think yeah. I asked my niece today, I was like, so what, what exactly was this? And the best answer I could get out of her was like, it's about robots and stuff. they may may not be deep in the lore but i I think slasher (laughs) was saying it it, the lore yeah the lore is deep as hell so it's got a pretty big lore and that's the one thing like i have limited experience in the game i picked it up because i kind of wanted to know the world a little bit Mm. um i will say i thought the control room nailed it because playing the first game that's like which it 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 felt Mm. like you're in the control room of the game of the first game at least it it does feel like a proper horror film for for younger people. Let's just it's just it it, this is this is what a PG horror PG thirteen horror film should feel like. Yeah, I mean a lot of stuff they push down, you know. But I mean this is like this is what you have the PG thirteen rating for. This feels like a PG thirteen horror film versus a lot of stuff you can tell it. 
Every movie now is shoehorned into PG-13 because they want to make that money. Yeah, I didn't get the vibe that there's going to be like an unrated version. I don't think it was. Yeah, I don't think they ever tried to be any more than. No, I think they hit the tone exactly what they wanted. And I. Yeah, I'm fine with it, but I like stuff like that. I like Spirit Halloween, the movie. I've already watched it this year. It's mm. just what I like. That's a little more kitty, and eh, maybe about on par. We get a really more. good cast, Less- and I can kind of see. I mean, they don't like go right out and say it, but I can kind of see like some of the more fucked up elements uh, that I could not imagine that they would hint at in the books, but. Uh, uh it has a very good cast mary stewart masterson is the uh the the bitchy aunt uh we got matthew lillard of course it's always great to see matthew lillard uh i thought the look of the film was really good and i i didn't realize going in but this director uh she made the 2018 film the wind which i was a big fan of uh and I was impressed. It's not as it's not quite as commercial as I expected. And again, obviously, we just watched it, and I I I don't know what people are saying, but I feel like this isn't going to be dumb enough for a lot of people. I think there's going to be a lot that just wanted a lot of the animatronic action, and they don't get a lot of that. I think it's going to depend on because I don't know how much of this is from the lore. I want to say it is because after rewatching Willy's Wonderland. It feels like the lore is like the the lore is borrowed because I mean they get a reason to get him in there. I mean that he you know his tire whatever, but you have the owners with the history and the deal with the the animatronics is all there in Willie's Wonderland too. So and it's in this one, so I'm feeling like that is part of the lore. You know what I mean? Because yeah, if, yeah. if not, it's really weird. You have it in both. Yeah, just slightly different. So it has to be part of the core lore of Five Nights. If I'm wrong and anyone knows, please tell me. I'm curious for anybody that has played the games, maybe read the books in the chat. Like, did you like this? Did you think it was faithful? I think a lot of people are going to be upset that it's just not that slasher movie uh, with animatronics that they were hoping for it to be. Uh Again, and that might just be the people that are not familiar with the the, the book or the video game. But uh, uh, Slasher Home Video, it's about a guy who wears purple and stuffs kids' bodies in animatronics. It's from the game. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, I didn't even see that Red Bat said Peter Piper Pizza also. That was another animatronics. So thank you. I totally forgot about that one. Okay. Is is that uh, the think... the UEW legend Red Bat, or is that a question mark? No, that that's that's the Red Bat. Also, there CCW you superstar. Come on, CCW superstar. There we go. Could have been an imposter. And Bato's Locos podcast. See, I got <laughs> your back, Bat. There you go. Um, I didn't hate this. I mean, I'm I'm like a little bit. I didn't love it either. Obviously, this is not particularly my thing, but I, you know, I sat down, I, I watched it, and I was like, it's a good gateway film. It's something that at least has some mood and atmosphere uh, to watch with maybe, you know, you're a, young, a younger kid or uh, whatever. 
Like I would, I would sit down and probably have a good time watching this. Uh, I'm not a dad, but I do have my nieces and nephews and I might even see if they want to see it in the theater because they don't see anything horror. So I'm like, maybe I can get them. Yeah. This might be a a good one for that. Um, Oh yeah. I, I did like it. It's one um, I was looking forward to. I wasn't disappointed. I like, again, I don't know deep lore. I know the first game, which is not nothing, (laughs) but I knew the look and I know the concept and, it did really i didn't know what i wanted from it because i don't you know i'm not deep lore but it gave me a a good time i for an hour and 50 minute movie dan didn't hate a blumhouse production um he may not love it but he had good enough time um okay and before we rate it i want to bring out pug's notes because he was too late for him um Five Nights at Freddy's. This is a pretty dark and creepy story. I dig it. I loved Abby. She needs to be protected at all costs. The audience it's aiming at is in a treat in for a treat, I think. Good enough for adults, but perfect for Abby's age range. I love the knife wipe and the Terminator moments. What an asshole line from the pharmacist worked for me. Legitimately laughed out loud very fun time i love this world and i'm excited for more oh the redial button on the phone bit took me back (laughs) ha 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 all right um four and a half out of five oh damn um i that's i'm surprised he liked it that much um I you know what and I didn't mind Josh Hutcherson. He's an actor that I haven't been too keen on in the past. It's been some things that I was just like, ah, he's very just vanilla, kind he, of boring. He, yeah, it depends what he he's good in, but I get that. Yeah, I, I definitely get that. He was perfect for this part because he kind of yeah. got to be like, because he's kind of the older brother and kind of a di- it it worked. I I really do think. Um. So at the end of the day, this banana splits the movie or Willie's Wonderland. They all have something. And I, I well, let, let's rate it first. And we, we have pugs. Sure, that will, we'll shoot the shit a little bit. Um, I give this one a three for me. Like, it's not something that I personally will go back and watch anytime soon. But I, I would definitely watch it with uh, younger members of the family. And then, like, immediately, like, I'll take that momentum if they like it. All right, Cannibal Ferox next. Let's go. No, you, that's your, no, you slow it down. That's your problem, Dan. Then you go, well, I have this other one, Willie's Wonderland. And you up the goal and get a little more violence. Then you can move on. Then Cannibal Ferox. <laughs> no, I was going to go Child's Play and work your way up, Dan. Do it slow. All right. All right. Okay. Well, I'm with plugs on this one. I'm a four and a half. I already want to watch it again. I'll, I'm pretty sure I'll watch it again before Halloween. Again, okay. love the world, fun time, not too. And I, <laughs> I don't know if we're going to have a spoiler section, but Pugs has one note that I might, I'll at least bring up to you. Um, let's hold off on that till after we, we do have one more, maybe in the contention, you know, there's maybe that's my favorite one. You don't know. So we should probably talk about the best animatronic. The best Chuck E. Cheese ripoff after we review this next one. Oh, yeah. I don't know. 
Dan, I know you forgot, didn't you? But that again, you you said that could be the one you liked more. That may be the main event. It could be the main event. Um, and uh, yeah, give me one second. Sorry, I actually That's closed right. the window too. I was like, we're doing a solo, and I'm like, no, we're not doing a solo. We got two. Um, um so ben, ben said they had Pistol Pete's Pizza in San Diego. They had an animated band. Now, I know I've been to Pistol Pete's at some point. I could have even gone in San Diego, uh, but we, it, that's that's around a few locations, right? That's a chain. I, that I don't know. Um, um, all right. So up next, we have our ITN uh Mockbuster, I guess we can call it. Uh, Freddy's Fridays. <laughs> they should just have, just in parentheses, please don't sue us. Uh, Freddy's Fridays. So this plural. is direct. Fridays. Plural. Come on. They should have snuck like an ice cube lookalike in there. Like just so it's like a Mockbuster for like two different things. <laughs> There you go. That would have been fun. That would have been fun. Um, yeah. So anyways. All right. Freddy's Fridays. Let's get to it. Uh, so this film, uh, which has a very flimsy uh, synopsis, an evil man lures prostitutes to his lair to be sacrificed by monsters. Um, all right, so just to build on that a little bit, uh, yes, so this character whose name is Todd, <laughs> that's <laughs> oddly enough, I'm sure there's they didn't know anything about uh, anything that might be going on. This in, is a different country, I don't know, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, uh, you know, legend spreads. Uh, so he is essentially picking up these these hookers and uh, taking them to his his dungeon uh, and getting off on making them read from this book. Uh, this book of you the already dead. know it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> and this book of the dead is covered in human flesh and it has like an eyeball that's moving on it, uh, which doesn't tip the women off. I thought that was like kind of like, hey, maybe you shouldn't read the Latin in this, and it. it it made me laugh because the guy is just like, it's okay, just sound it out. <laughs> like, I think that was one of the lines. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Uh, and it's a cool looking book, too, actually. Uh, the production values are strong on this coming, uh, you know, this ITN stuff. They uh, got that Winnie from... the Pooh money. <laughs> they do. Although that Ben J. Williams is not uh, from Winnie the Pooh, but uh, some people are listing this, though, as being produced by. Uh, Scott Jeffries and the team behind that, but it's the, the they, but they're probably referring to the studio behind then. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of wondering because the yeah the the IMDb is not complete on the credits, so I'm not sure. But um, so yeah, uh, he's doing this, which summons these demons. Uh, one of which is called uh, Frederick. Uh, <laughs> which uh, I do kind of wonder if this this began its life 
as a mockbuster or if at some point they had an existing script and just said, hey, you know, that Freddy thing is coming out. Let's just uh, let's just get in on that action. Uh, so strangely enough, this one is it, it's not exactly what I was expecting. In fact, it opens up as more of a Hellraiser movie. In a strange way. In fact, the opening scene was like, oh, wow, it just felt like we just summoned the Cenobites and they're just furries now. <laughs> they kind of are. I, I, I was watching this and like the first scene, I'm like, furry Cenobites. This is kind of this is kind of neat. <laughs> I kind of like the furry Cenobites. And we got like a, a scarecrow. Uh, we've got a, a killer clown this sort of rabbit looking thing. I think that's what it was supposed to be. Um, and uh, yeah. And, and I guess a puppet Cenobite, I would call the one uh, and which looked like it might've been recycled from something else I've seen, but I'm not positive. Um, and surprisingly enough, this isn't awful. Uh, now, a lot of these uh, low-budget British movies, most of which are produced by the team behind Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, have a habit of just kind of taking themselves a little bit too seriously. And uh, this is not like a campy B-movie feel by any means, but there was, there was some practical gore in here. And uh, some CG as well, but the way they kind of lit it, it's very dark. It wasn't too distracting. And it's a lot gorier than these films. That's one issue. A lot of these movies uh, are very bland. And yeah. maybe, now Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey is not. But I think part of that was because it just caught on fire uh, on the internet. I, I think what Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey might have looked like otherwise if it had just gone direct to video might have been more in that vein of taking it a little bit too seriously. Now, this one is a little dialogue heavy still at times, but it's relatively breezy at 70 some minutes. And uh, some of the kills were nasty. It felt more like a direct to video Hellraiser movie, which may not be a good thing for everybody, but they, it felt more like that than uh, The Curse of Humpty Dumpty or, you know, any one of these million movies that have, for the last like, four or five years now is been like 90% of what you see at the Walmart DVD section. If they got uh, that deal, they fucking hit it till the day Walmart stops. Yeah. <laughs> I think at this point, yeah, they're just going to hit it until it's going to be uh, the only thing left. It's just going to be ITN <laughs> releases. All ITN British uh, films. <laughs> uh, I liked this. Now it is 100% a B movie. Um, uh, I just found myself kind of having fun with this this English uh, Todd guy uh, just summoning Cenobite furries to to murder hookers. It worked. I mean, it, it sounds like a good time. I, I can't. <laughs> yeah, it's still low budget. I don't think they necessarily had any more money on this than they did any other uh, production. But I I feel like this is one where they kind of maybe listened to. Uh, if not ours, some other reviews where it's like, okay, if you're doing stuff like Curse of Humpty Dumpty and and all this stuff, it, it shouldn't be so dry. Uh, this at least brought the gore. Uh, could have been some sk more skin, really. Um, but if you're killing hookers, 
Yeah, I was gonna say like maybe you up that a little bit. Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey had a little bit of. Skin. You don't want me. You don't want me to take take control of this film. It'd be a lot. <laughs> oh, It'd be a lot more perverted. Dan would give it a five if I had full control. Uh, of this one. <laughs> this but I liked it. It was more mean spirited than I expected, and we get some actually again some cool kills. The knife in the top of the head. We get some decapitation action. Um, I, I like the actors in this, although I will say with a lot of these low budget British movies, usually the acting's always been pretty solid. It's just, it's, it tends to drag uh, a little bit. Um, and uh, I would have maybe gone with, well, I take that back. There's going to be a lot of curiosity views of this one because it is the mockbuster, but I want to call it uh, like Cenobite Furries. <laughs> as like an alternate title that um, could be the walmart name <laughs> cenobite fury cenobite furries absolutely uh <laughs> yeah i don't know i dug it i thought the female uh lead that played uh the detective was uh really good uh i thought um uh the entire cast i surprisingly enough i, I wasn't expecting anything at all uh, with these movies, when they're bad, they're really bad, and so you're usually lucky if they're just okay. This I was like when, okay. I like when Dan has fun with movies. It's nice. I did Cenobite furries. That's the that's two in the a row, Dan. That doesn't happen. I know, Jason Bloom. If you're listening, just put Cenobite furries in your stupid movies, and uh, <laughs> you've cracked the code that is the Hat Man. Um, <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I, I'm with you. It, it, it was, I, I did. Yeah. Uh, my, my, yeah. Up the nudity is definitely a thing on this one, but for what it was, it was just a fun B movie. I had a good time. Yeah. Yeah, I did too. Um, you know, it would have been nice to have maybe a little more razzle dazzle at the end. Uh, you know, that maybe that's where the budget kind of cut shows a little bit, but, um, it was fun. I liked Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey a lot too. Yeah. Uh, so maybe they finally figured it out. Um, what are you thinking rating wise? <sighs> I'll go. I, I can go first on this one because I'm kind of like on on the. It's well, it's not like you know great. I had a good time with it, and it's better than I expected in the normal output. So I'm putting it above average at a three. I think a three out of I'm, five is a solid rating for it. Yeah, I'm going to give it a, an enthu a very enthusiastic three. I can't quite go higher. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't want anybody to think it's like some masterpiece, but I'm like a little bit more of this. And I think we'll be happy when we review these 10,000 uh, <laughs> ITN movies that come out. Um, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm a little disappointed the asylum didn't get in on this too. Yeah. It's uh, too late. They they may so they they've done a couple that are like right after too. Yeah, yeah. So Chris has an important question that you have. I see to... it. I was about to bring it up. All right. So he asks. So if Halloween Kills had furry Cenobites, you'd like it. Uh, if they kill that fucking asshole Cody, he said kills Nottingham. kills not ends. Oh, oh kills. Okay. Okay. Um, 
So if he kills that dwarf that everybody thought was Michael Myers, all the Cenobite furries just come out and just kill everybody in that stupid crowd, including, um, yeah, just all of them, just fucking all of them, the entire cast. Dan, they just I, don't talk they, about no, don't don't. The characters, Todd. I know. If, it's they, just, if they take out uh, Lori, Dan, just there move you on. go. Yeah, I'd like it at that point. Cenobite furries. I like anything with Cenobite furries. So, yeah. If you like Cenobite furries, please leave a comment on this video. And maybe we'll get that Cenobite furry movie. Um, I know. Okay, so out of the ones that are released, I guess there's just the four. If we're, you know, and best one. Uh, it's hard because they're all different. Like, I didn't like... Uh, I didn't love, I should say. What was the, the Banana Splits, Splits movie when I f first saw it? I think I, I wanted had, more yeah. from it. It had some nice action and, and some you know some fun kills. I didn't like the cast very much in that, from what I remember. Rewatching it, knowing what I was going into, I had a lot more fun with it this time, and I had and I really did like it. Yeah. Um, and Willie's Wonderlands, you know, it's awesome. I mean, you want Cage just... Yeah, Cage, this story's good, but it is very similar to Willie. I mean, like the core. Willie's um, Wonderland. I Cage is a weird guy to cast and not have him talk. You know I, what I mean? I'm like, almost sure that was yeah. a him decision. Same, just like yeah. Crispin Glover on Charlie's Angel. I feel like that's like Cage. Like, what if I didn't talk? You know, I mean, <laughs> that's something he's wanting to do. That feels. That's what it really does. Because if you got Cage, you're writing dialogue. But that can yeah, just, like, no, that's not how I'm doing this. Then the director is like, this isn't 1996, you son of a bitch. You'll read every fucking line I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> and you will like it. <laughs> um, so, uh, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I really like them all. Well, I, I like the last one, but that'd be my least favorite. Um, Fun See, for gore, I got to go with the other two. It's weird. I don't know. But I really like the world we created in Five Nights. I, 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 don't, I can't pick one yet. Yeah. Uh, Willie's Wonderland, I would say, is the most enjoyable. Uh, eh, I don't know. I, I, you know what? F Five Nights at Freddy's is probably a better made movie than the banana splits movie which one sorry i did i was reading ben's comment i was I uh willie's wonderland uh would be my favorite of the three um but i might i might say five nights at freddy's is is better than the banana splits movie I'd have to go back and look, but I mean, now Banana Splits is at least an R-rated movie, so you know you get the gore and everything. Yeah, so. that's the thing. Like the, that, both of those are. But like Ben mentioned, I didn't like the animatronics and Willie's. One was just a girl with the big head. That one was kind of weak. That she mm -hmm. reminded me of Leech Woman for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> um, is Freddy's worthy of theater worthy or just stream? I'd say go see it on, on a big screen. It was a good, you know, a good theater experience. I mean, I, 
I can if you know what you're going in for. I mean, yeah, you know, you're not going to get the slack. I'm going to, as soon as we end this show, I'm going to look at a few people's reviews because I would bet there's a lot of bitching about it not being the slasher, the goofy slasher movie that they were hoping for. Which is weird because that's just them taking their own, uh, whatever. Well, that's that's a lot of YouTubers. (laughs) Well, yeah, I get that. Um, But yeah, it's isn't that the point of the other ones because they're upping it? Like, I mean, this is the problem is, is this is like the original, but it's coming out after all the other ones, you know, yeah. you know what my one thing, the first time I watched banana splits, why I didn't like it. Cause those are supposed to be people in costumes and we were making them into animatronics so we could make the movie. I think mm-hmm. that was like, I, it was like, well, why wouldn't they just be people in costumes? Like they always been. Mm-hmm. So they should they should come up with work something I, out where we can just insert Nick Cage in this like he's the new guard. <laughs> but yeah, I definitely I want to I want to see more of this world. I mean, there's more stuff to do. I I know. Yeah, I'm not gonna we're not gonna get spoilery tonight. I'm not even gonna do spoiler sex. I don't think we need to. No, because no, there's a couple like if I knew more about the property, I. Yeah, yeah, but all right. I, I I do think I'm gonna I'm gonna play around with the other sequel games, check them out, see. But yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah. yeah, and I'm I'm definitely gonna watch this movie again when I get some more time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that this have this double feature. Honestly, <laughs> you know, I don't know. You can you can. It's like all right. You're okay, kid. You want to watch the Cenobite furries next? <laughs> well, maybe not that one. Maybe either of the other two. <laughs> maybe Willie or... <laughs> uh, kind of, it's funny. I mean, he doesn't really look like him, but I was watching this movie, uh, or uh, Freddy's Fridays, and I kept picturing it as a uh, friend of the show, uh, Mike, the real fifth Beatle as as the villain in it and it was just making me laugh i was popping myself i thought it was pretty funny so experience it that way just picture mike as the villain (laughs) um ben Grimm says wasn't chucky that way too like a dude in a costume until he had the band um i in the beginning i just remember the robot band no you know what he came out to sing happy birthday there was a dude in a costume there was that also but they always mm. had the animatronics. I remember they had the one I used to like to go to. There was a separate room, and it was, I think it was a lion, but he was dressed up as, in like the Michael Jackson outfit and just sang Michael Jackson songs. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. That, that might, that's why they stamp your hands <laughs> going in there. Uh, <laughs> God, I love Chuck E. Cheese. That was so depressing that last time I went in there. And I was like, they got rid of the animatronics. What's the point? This is stupid. Don't you think that would still play in a different way for modern kids? Which what? The animatronics. Like, you know, they're actually there. I still feel like even modern kids the, care about the that. one the one I went to when I took the kid last time when I was in Indiana. Uh they yeah. had one animatronic electronic and they had a screen it was funny because i mean i used to do it all the time so i, I kept i told him like because he didn't want to get close to him <laughs> i finally got him close to him so as i wanted to stand on the stage so i could take a picture so i made him do it 
got a picture. Then all the other kids had to go stand on the stage and take a picture with them. It was funny. Kids are funny. Sorry, random. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It does kind of make you want to like just go back in a time machine and experience. But it was funny because uh, this is the one thing. Because you know the new look of Chuck E. Cheese, very different. But the animatronic they had, well, you could. T- it was like the old Chuck E. Cheese. They just put yeah. on the costume over him. It was Sick like Chucky. Yeah, yeah. They took. It's like they threw the cigar away. Put on the purple <laughs> t-shirt and skinny jeans on this old school animatronic. So. Oh, that was I don't mind the cigarette. Just play Enter Sandman and have him come out and just start caning himself. <laughs> um, I, I I hate Ben Grimm says he hated when they turned him into X Games Chucky in the nineties. Yeah. I still feel like he was old school into the at least the early 2000s. No, they the first change was uh it wasn't as big. There's yeah. I actually watched a, a thing not long ago with Chuck E. Cheese and Showbiz, and it shows you the timeline. And, and even watching, I was like, it happened before, but yeah, it, it's not the one now isn't, I think, until like even the last 10 years. You'll have to drop that if that's like a mini doc. I'd be kind yeah, of it's one of those. I gotta yeah. remember which one it was, but yeah, I'll find it. I actually kind of wouldn't want to rewatch it again because it talks about how they just because them in showbiz. I think it's a verse video, and it's like it's crazy mm-hmm. how they both blew up so quick. And there's a connection. It's yeah, pretty interesting. The best thing, I mean, Chuck E. Cheese pizza was always you know just average, but the best thing back in the day. Like old school, where the breadsticks and their ranch, I don't even there was just that. something very <laughs> specific about it, dude. Like, I would go in there sometimes and I just want to order the breadsticks with the ranch. And the last time I went, the breadsticks weren't bad or anything, but it's like it wasn't the same as when I was a kid. And yeah, there was a whole lot of like me just playing whack a mole, like reminiscing about when this place didn't suck last time. Whack-a-mole and sadness would describe my last trip to Chucky. E. I think we just found your autobiography name. Whack-a-mole and sadness? Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Jury's still out <laughs> on that. Cenobite furries is what kind of got to be incorporated into there sometime. Somehow. Cinemax sex vampires and Cenobite furries. The Flesh Wound Dance Story. Coming soon. Uh, <laughs> uh, I did wax some moles, Kruger, at the Chuck E. Cheese. Indeed. Indeed, I did. Uh, I even uh, uh, I played air hockey with Chucky once, which was kind of funny. It was kind of funny. He cheated, too. He just, like, chucked it in the thing i didn't appreciate it well so anyways on that note guys thanks for staying up late with us uh be sure to check out the other shows the slash tober link for love lovers lane has been fixed so uh you can check that out we appreciate it and uh as well as hell house llc origins uh carmichael manor that review is also up as well Uh, if you weren't here earlier so uh so now you can all go whack your mole 
and cry yourself to sleep or stay up later like me and watch Halloween Havoc. I haven't watched Halloween Havoc yet. So that's how I'm ending my night and maybe watching this Chuck E. Cheese doc. <laughs> so with that being said, uh, happy Halloween, guys, and we will see you back here soon. Keep an eye out for some more watch-alongs. Good night.